forget. Well, welcome everybody to Energy Play Shop number 60. It's uh, August 24th, 2023. I was just uh, starting to, to tell everybody that I just finished a five session um, course from from Mushi Bartlett and Shella Thera, I think. I think that's her last name, but I, I, I could be mistaken. So what's it about? It's, it's um it's it's about a lot of things. Um it's about tracking patterns. I think mostly I took it for tracking patterns because that is um something that is so so the way he described it is that um we we think that we are doing energy work but actually we're not because energy is rather specific energy is if you're close to somebody then the energy is strong however the this the the work that we do you know um the work that Sifu James do is even when he's working with somebody that's halfway around the world, it still works. So it cannot be energy. So we just think of it as we, we say that it is energy because um, that seems to be the only thing that we know of. However, what Richard Bartlett uh, uh, did was he made a distinction that it's not really energy work. That's not quite the right word for it. It's really working with patterns. Because um, when you're working with a pattern, then it doesn't matter where that person is or when um, you're working on that person, it's it's a pattern. So, um, so it will work regardless of time or space. And it, it, it felt, it really resonated with me. And so, um, <clears throat> so that's why it, it sparked me to make the, the theme of tonight for this play shop to be um, playing with the matrix. Because play really has a big part of working with patterns. Because when you are, the way, um, the way it works is if you're trying to heal something or change something, whenever you try to, you know, whenever um, you try to change something, it immediately set up a adversarial energy. So, so the more you push, the more you are being pushed back. So that's what energy is. But when you when you really know that you're not working with energy, you're working with a pattern. So you're just trying, you're not trying to do anything. You are just trying to notice the pattern. And because you and when you get in touch with a pattern, then it actually allows you to your or actually allows your consciousness to make shifts to the pattern because every time we observe something we change it it's never the same um when whatever it is that we observe the consciousness of the observer is going to change whatever it is the thing that you're trying to observe so 
whenever you notice a pattern, then your consciousness um, will interact with that pattern. So that's that's what is really happening when you when um, when you want to work with someone. So that's why I want to introduce. Uh, like I'm not going to, of course. Um, be able to I, I can't teach that kind of thing however I want to start to get at some of the condition the conditions under which you can do that and uh, and I've seen like I have mm, witnessed big shifts um, within myself and when and in in some of the other workshops that I've attended in person and this I'm talking a long time ago I've actually witnessed other people having big changes big um, shifts in whatever their condition was so it it works and the way in to this is really to play so that's why I dedicated this play shop to be playing with the matrix. So that's the uh, kind of the introduction to this. Before I go any further, though, I want to do our usual, which is to take everybody into a short um, presence meditation first, so that we can just let go of whatever it was that has occupied us before now. So let's just take a deep breath in and let it all go. Take another deep breath in. And let it all go. Take one more deep breath in. And let it all go. Continue to breathe in and out according to your own rhythm with the intention of elongating your breath as much as it is still comfortable for your body. And just Allow yourself to do a few more of these long, deep breaths in, or as long as you, as it is comfortable for your body. And each time you breathe in, bring back more of your own energy and attention to yourself. We send out our energies, we send out our attentions to our environment, to our family members, to our work, to all the people, places, and things that's outside of us. In this moment, bring it all back, back to yourself. So set that intention as well as you breathe in. Collect all the parts of yourself, all of your 
attention, intentions. Bring it all back to yourself. Feel what it feels like when you put yourself first. When you are right here, right now with yourself in this moment. When you don't need to worry about what will come tomorrow and you don't need to worry about what had happened in the past, just be in this moment. And in this moment, let yourself know, let your body know that you are safe in this moment. You have a roof over your head. You have everything that you need in this moment. You are available to yourself a hundred percent in this moment. And when you know that, when you feel that, when you claim that, and just take a deep breath in and come all the way back into the room and welcome back. How's everybody doing? Thank you. That was beautiful. <laughs> You're welcome. So um, I just want to mention that I'm so grateful for the, the course that I was just been in, um, even though it was just five sessions, not too long and not too short, but it was enough to shift me out of this um, being too physical or too literal in my focus because it reminded me that, you know, no matter how bad it seems to look outside, no matter how crazy it seems to look outside and I have um, <laughs> I've heard things in uh, being said that it's actually going to get crazier um, in the winter time yes there's been some talk that 
there's going to be another lockdown. They're planning another one in this winter. So there are more crazy times coming. And um, even before I started recording, when I was just chatting with um, a few of you here, um, you mentioned that, you know, <laughs> it looks pretty crazy outside. We have, well, we still have the war in Ukraine and then this, and then we have all of this, whatever it is they said that happened in Maui. And, and that's just two of those, the crazy things that's happening in our reality right now. And, um, and it is, yeah, it is pretty crazy. <laughs> and the fires. Uh, hmm? what was that? The fires, yeah. Yeah, All the fires that are taking. Oh, the fires. And uh, I'm not going to talk about, you know, what caused the fires. There, there's been many theories, and I'm not here to speculate that. But just to to mention that, yeah, when you look out in the world today, it it feels crazy it seems crazy and um and i just was very glad that i was reminded that yeah this is this is um how should i put it the last dance of the the, um, the inverted matrix so that's why it looks so crazy and um so and I've also been, I've also gotten um, messages from my guides and from my, my people that uh, well, when I say my people, I, I don't mean the physically people, family, that kind of people. I mean, the, um, the my um, spirit guides and those, those, those are my people. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, my people. They they they've been telling me that things are going to speed up. Things are going to speed up. So that I've been warned and um, I've been prepared for um, more craziness coming. And um, but at this point, though, I, I, it's right after I I, I finished the uh, the course. Though I. I would say that I, I feel pretty good now because I I realize that it's it's all just play. Um, are there real people being hurt? Um, sure, so there are some people that are not having a, a very good time. Uh, they may even have lost their lives in the process. However, it is out of their journey and uh, everyone has their own journey have their own choices because we are splitting. We are splitting to be people that are going to fifth dimension or going to play in a, a very upgraded um, playground. And then there are people that are not quite ready for that yet. And they still just want to um, wake up some more or, or a, a much longer period of time to decide whether they are ready to play in 5D or not. So, so then um, I just want to ask everybody, have you, so play, so I, I want to develop more of this play, is have, um, 
How many of you have actually seen the movie The Matrix? Any, like there, there has been, okay, one of you, two of you. So there has been four Matrix movie. And um, so part four was more recent. I think last year it came out. And it is now actually available on Netflix. So I just saw it last night. So that's why. And and when I was um, watching watching it last night on on Netflix, I was like, I believe um, that they said that because it was it was um, yeah it was, it was very eye opening, like from like any of those Matrix movies very eye-opening indeed and it's actually very um it talks about the idea that we are living in a simulation so what is the matrix so let me actually just um i know i have i have talked about this a couple of times before but i haven't but i think i i haven't quite explained it um enough or, or well enough so so um first what is what is the matrix so matrix the definition of matrix is a situation so i'm just reading the um the the dictionary's definition of matrix what matrix is uh, a situation or surrounding substance, substance within which something else originates, develops, or is contained, and another, um, or you can say that it's a womb. So, and I won't. So those those are the two. I think that is more more relevant to really talk about what, what the matrix is. The matrix is really, I think the best way to look at it is, um, anybody know what a holodeck is? If I say holodeck? Okay, nobody knows what a holodeck is. Okay, holodeck. Um, actually, let me share share this video with you all um okay i have a rather short i hope rather short um, that's not it that's the matrix okay this is the holodeck okay so this is um it's maybe about two 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 and a half minutes of um this um so let's let's just can you all see this Yes, no? Yes. Okay, great. So just indulge me and let's just watch this because this really explain what a follow Benson, could you help me find Commander Data? I understand he's somewhere on this deck. This way, sir. You must be new to these galaxy-class starships, sir. Tell me the location of Commander Data. Lieutenant Commander Data now located in holodeck area 4J. And as you can see, sir, it's pointing you that way. Thank you. You're welcome, sir. The next hatchway on your right. Thank you. You're welcome, Commander Riker. And if you care to enter, Commander, 
I do. This woodland pattern is quite popular, sir. Perhaps because it duplicates Earth so well. Coming here almost makes me feel human myself. I didn't believe these simulations could be this real. Much of it is real, sir. If the transporters can convert our bodies to an energy beam, then back to the original pattern... Yes, of course. And these rocks and vegetations have much simpler pattern. Correct, sir. The rear wall... I can't see it. We're right next to it. That's kind of what a holodeck is, is a reality simulation room. So to the best of my knowledge, that's what Earth is. Earth is a holodeck. Now, <laughs> so that actually is what's what we are experiencing here. However, it feels very real. Because from the day we were born, we have been conditioned. We have been trained to believe that this is real. Our parents taught us so many days, so many hours, taught us how to interpret. Because everything around you is actually just anything. It's just information but our brain interpret it so that we can feel certain things. We can even smell things and we can um, interact with other people. And in, when we touch, like when I touch this, this cup, because of all the, the training that I have to how to, in, in my brain, how to, experience this how to interpret what this cup is supposed to feel like and when i take a drink what i am supposed to feel like but actually this is all just information just um it's just energy patterns and our brain create that and this is what what earth actually is and um so when you really understand that, that that is 
what we think of as reality, then like really process that. So that is what our experience is. Um, especially like some things that I, when I saw Matrix 4 last night um, on Netflix, it, it was the reason why we find it very hard to to imagine that this is, this is all just a holodeck. Like, it's just a make-believe. Um, I'm not saying that it is not real, but it is made for us to believe to such an extent that um, so one of the things that actually made it so hard for us to grasp the, the, the idea that this is not actually happening is because of the emotions because when we when we have children when we have parents when we interact with them the emotional part of it it feels so real it feels so heart-wrenching or it feels so blissful depending on what you're experiencing in the moment that we are we completely convinced that it is real because I, I I can feel that when that person say certain things to me, I what I feel is real. So, but it's actually, it is actually just our um, nervous system interpreting the information coming in and creating the chemicals within our body for us to have an experience of certain feelings. And when I really um, grasp, like I, I know that, but when I truly grasp it, um, really, and integrate it, is, and integrate it, it, it's very empowering. Let's put it that way. So it allows me to, um, it gives me the wriggle room in my mind to not take things so seriously anymore. Even when bad things are happening, it's like, okay, yes, somebody is experiencing a pattern. And those things um, and and that pattern will run. Like even when bad things happen to a person over and over again. However, at some point when that person on a um, consciousness level get to the point where they have experienced and see all the different dimensions of that pattern they will get to a point where they're saturated and they would be able to say okay got it and I have seen all the different um, sides of this pattern and I am ready to surrender and let it go and that's when a pattern will start to shift 
it can be that it can take that long or if you really get to the point where you in your mind allow for miraculous things to happen you don't need to know you don't need to understand all every angle of an, an issue however you can get to the point where you don't take yourself so seriously you don't take um, your personality you don't take your ego so seriously you understand that when someone says something to you and you feel this heart-wrenching feeling that oh they have triggered a program they have triggered a pattern and and i can indulge in it or i can just let it go so that's when when you get to the point where you get triggered from being triggered to ready to let go is the shorter the time frame the easier it is for you to um, get out of that pattern and shift to another pattern so that's that's kind of what I'm trying to get at so before I continue any um, questions comments so in other words there's nothing that is real we're we're all like holograms and like always said yeah this holodeck thing it's like a hologram like which they just made. I didn't understand what he was saying about throwing the stone and says it hits the wall, but it doesn't show that it goes through like it okay, so when 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 um data throw the stone the yeah. it was supposed to be a forest, but actually it hits something and you oh. see the ripple. Oh, so you know that it's actually not, it's not actually a forest. It's just, it looks like it's a forest. forest yeah. It's actually not a forest. So then nothing on this universe is real then? Is that what this comes to? <laughs> Um, no, I um, no, I don't think that that is the case. There are some things that are real. Um, however, um, in where it is that we are experiencing, because there are so many levels of this holodeck, we're actually just at the beginning levels. At this level, is is not real. At this level, nothing is real. Um, even our body is not real. Like it feels very real, but it's not real. So, and then that raised the next question: is what is real? You know, if if you if if somebody you know poked me with a knife, do I bleed? Absolutely, I bleed. Would I even die? Of course, I could die from it. And however, my death though, the death, like so, who dies? my body 
may die, but the consciousness that is experiencing this reality through this body does not die. So reality, yeah, there are levels of reality. But when my body hurts, it's real. It's really hurts when it hurts. Yeah. Yes. Because we are programmed to think of it. It really hurts. However, when you shift a pattern and you don't hurt anymore, it's like when Sifu James work on you. and shift and was able to help you, it does not hurt anymore. So does it does it mean that your body is real? Does it mean that the hurt is real? If Sifu James can, you know, do something in, I don't know, under a minute, be able to shift to not hurting anymore. I don't know, magic man. What was that? Magic man? Yes, we we think of it as magic because we don't understand how it works. When you understand that it's, well, the reason why he can do that is because he was able to rise above the what we call the physical level. Because at the physical level, yes, there is this pain. And when you try to um get rid of a pain at the physical level, it's not, it's, it takes a long, it takes longer. But when you go above that level and you shift that pain, it works so much faster. It's because it's not, he's not working at the physical level anymore. Everybody can go over the physical level? Everybody has the ability to, but can they actually do it? Um, That depends on their consciousness. Some people, if their mind cannot conceive that there is anything other than the physical, then they cannot. Because there are some people that think that if you can't touch it, it's not real. There are people like that. So for them, they can't. Because their consciousness is does not allow for that to happen mm-hmm. when you manifest some I'm sorry when you manifest something you also have to be above physical level it helps very much <laughs> if you can go above it it helps a lot when you do that like because if you manifest money, if you really want to be physical, then you have to work hard in order to accumulate the money, and then you have to you know put it in the savings account, let it um, let the 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 interest rate compound, and in twenty five years time, yes, you will have a lot of money. But if you can go above the physical level. When you get to the level where you can actually allow for what we think of as miracles to happen, 
and we can tap into that, then money can come in much faster. You can all of a sudden have somebody who wants to give you, you know, $10,000. Or two and a half million. Or two and a half million, because it's just a number. (laughs) So that's, but the thing is, you have to get to the point where you open your mind enough to allow for miracles to happen or things that you don't understand to happen. If you're at that level, you won't need the money. Because that's not really even this world. And they believe in this world, we, we need the money. No, because you don't want to stay on a street. You don't want to stay on a street. Because we are programmed to think like that. This is all a program. That's what I think when he's saying, right? This is all a program, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's all a program. It's not real. Yes, like, even Cornelius says, it's a consciousness. If you speak to your consciousness, how does how does he speak to your consciousness? Even words are not exchanged, but he knows, he hears exactly what that person is trying to say. Today he was saying like he can see people who are talking to him who are in pain and they're asking for help. That he can see them on the beach walking, jumping, playing. And but at the same time, he every day manifest money. As he said that he manifests money to win the lottery ticket, every single day he manifested. No, no, he doesn't play the lottery every single day, so he cannot. He doesn't play, but he manifested. He told he, he it can. several times. He can. he can, but it's again just to help other people. As long as you're doing it for a good cause. It's not for himself. Okay? That's the big difference. Today, like if he's saying that he can see the person on the beach and that person hasn't spoken a word that we can hear and he has no uh, image of that, uh, uh, the imagination to do that because he's living in consciousness. He has no ego, no mind, nothing. Like he has to be given instructions on how to do things on this earth. Like every day he gets behind the wheel as though it's his first day behind the wheel to drive a car. So that is just living in the conscious state. He's constantly in there. So from there, he can listen to you, what you are actually, what you are or what you want to be. Or So he says you always have to catch up to that. So why that means that we all can do this. Yeah, we all can. But we are too caught up with the daily life and the routine that that's like a gravity pulls us down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that's why that's why um we have a job. Mm-hmm. That's why like, within this within the inverted matrix, that's why we have a job. That's why we have to pay for a roof over our head. We have to pay for all this. This is the 
construct. This is the construct of the system in the inverted matrix. What is it designed to do is to distract us. So, um, okay, so yes, it is, it is actually all um, hologram. It's a simulation. Now, it's a very convincing hologram, very con convincing simulation. So how do you get out of it? Oh, that's the key. <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> <clears throat> I I can't I can't tell you exactly how you can do that, but I can definitely um, give you some idea what helped me to shift some things. For example, um, I remember when I when um, my guides first talked to me. When I first, they, they first talked to me, I, I thought I was going crazy. I absolutely thought I was going crazy. Like I can feel them. I can hear them. I can, like, I, and I hear these words in my head and I can feel the presence and all that. So I thought, okay, I'm crazy until like I, I, met um Frankel and I asked him this is happening that's what they say is that real and he was able to say oh, yeah they are trying to contact you they are they are guiding you it it took somebody outside of me because I I don't trust myself at all even though I heard the words I felt those feeling I didn't accept yeah, I, I, I didn't, I, I don't trust myself. It took somebody outside of me. It took somebody who was um, respected outside of me. Not, not just any, any person, but someone that I respect and somebody that other people respect tell me that, yes, this is happening and this is the reason why, blah, 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 all of that. So, and even that, it actually took me um, a while. It, even after Franco mentioned it to me, it took me a long time. My ego was continually telling me, you are crazy. You are like all of these things. So it really took me um, a while to integrate all of that until now. It's like, you come talk to me, sure. I'm I'm okay with that. My ego don't um, drag me and give me these things that you know you're crazy. Doesn't doesn't say that to me. And even if my ego tells me this, I know now not to believe that. So it um, so it's not easy. So you have to first thing is um. If you are the kind of person who likes to have proof, then actually just Google, just Google, just go to Google, because um, there have already been scientific proof that it's a simulation. What we're living in is a simulation. Just, so just Google it. 
Google the scientific um, proof that you know we are living in a, a simulation. If that's what you're interested, go and read those those because those are more scientific discussions, and they talk about all that. So if you are the kind of person who need that, then do that. So I don't know who you are. Um, so for me, I'm the kind of person who likes um, Star Trek. <laughs> I like to watch movies like um, The Matrix. So for me, I'm more, I like the, the, the science, science fiction part of it. So I get a lot of my, um, I would say, imagination through that. So the so when I look at the holodeck and when I look at Matrix, that actually resonated with me a lot. Um, it it was entertaining at first, but once I my eyes have been opened and and my consciousness got to the level where I actually understand that oh, I couldn't believe that they they made a movie like that and. People thought that it was entertainment, but no, it was actually a disclosure. It was actually a disclosure. And they made it in such a way that, you know, you can take it as entertainment or you can take it as disclosure. So know who you are and how your your, your ego works and then find ways to work with your ego. So I remember when um, Jason Estes kind of uh, mentioned that uh, Manifest, it's another TV series, it's called Manifest. It's about these, uh, an, an aeroplane that just disappeared. And then five years later, it reappeared. Everybody on board was like I think most of them are, are still alive or all of them are still alive they came back alive and and so that was the the beginning of that and that that whole tv series um so he he said you know go watch that because that is very relevant for the times that we are living through now and and so yes I go watch that, even though I didn't like the 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 manifest that the movie, uh, the the TV series so much. But you know, I persist. Right? And and when I got to the end, I actually understood why he he said that because what many just I'm not going to spoil the ending for you guys. But um um so manifest is another one of those to go and look at because it talks about different timelines so actually different timelines merging in together and that's actually what's happening in um in reality now there are different timelines being merged in that's why there are people who remembered um re remembered their own experiences very differently. So some people thought that you know Mandela died in in prison, and some people remembered that he actually lived to come out and and do you know different things. 
So there are people who have different memories of events. Some of them are world events, some of them are more private and personal events, but um, events that have you know, different people having the same experience, but when they talk to those different people, they actually, they have a very different um, memory of it. So that's when you kind of know that, oh, this person, even though they are in this timeline right now, and they look like the, the, the person that you used to know, but they actually, it's from a different timeline. Mm -hmm. Because we actually exist on different timelines as well. So that's what Manifest was it, it is about. <clears throat> so um, that's why we have movies, like movies now, talks about the multiverse, because, hey, it's actually telling us that there's more than one reality. There's more, yeah. And how can there be more than one reality if it, if reality was real? And that's because it's a simulation. When it is a simulation, then you can have many versions of it. So more, um, I would say more. Did you watch Strays? What was that? The Strays movie? The dogs movie? No, no, I haven't seen that one. So what, what was that? I saw it on Tuesday and there were kids in the theater. It's not for kids. <laughs> Just because people thought it's about dogs, they brought kids. And it was like an adult movie. Like It was PG-19, I think, or something. They allowed little kids. One couple, like Jingo, one father and child left. Another lady with her child, she actually left her seat in front, but went up higher as though it would make any difference. Mm -hmm. Or maybe she didn't want to show that she's had a child with her. But uh, the dog is treated so badly, but that was his reality. He thought his owner was taking him and he was literally taking him away from the house and throwing the ball and leaving him and goes back. And every time the dog finds its way back to him and he gets more and more angry. So he takes mm -hmm. him like three, five hours away, drops him into a big city. like, And there he meets other stray dogs and he can't believe that they are straight. And he says, no, no, I'm not a stray. My owner thinks <laughs> I love him and he plays this game with me. <laughs> and for, for years he believed that the dogs yeah. and then everything changed like he started hanging out with these other dogs and they taught him all the rules and even though they went back to a better life he decided to stay in this life the way he wanted to be and he's helping other stray dogs <laughs> to cope Okay, it's a, it's a very interesting movie. Mm -hmm. See, like the people I go out with, they don't discuss the deeper meaning, you know. So I find that uh, thank God that I don't have to go out for dinner with them because I have an excuse that I have the real friends coming, so I leave it. And they, I've noticed that even if they do go out for dinner, 
they're talking about everything else but the movie. <laughs> it's nothing to do with the movie. Yeah, because it's entertainment for them. Yeah, for them, they, they just, just see it as they just want to. They just want to be distracted. They don't want. To, they are not actually looking for um, the deeper meaning. So that some that's, people do, I think, but they don't still register that what they're saying is different too. Mm -hmm. No. Okay. So yeah. That's why I think we have all these different. So you're saying these are all like different timelines, like like two people can see the same thing and each interpret it differently, right? I'm not saying that they interpret it differently, which we do. We interpret our experience very differently. However, they actually remembered um, events differently. Yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of like. They, they actually call this the, the Mandala effect. It's because okay. um, Mandala was one of those, because Mandala is more of a public figure. And there are some people who actually have the experience in their timeline that Mandela died in prison. And then there are mm -hmm. some people that remembered him, that he lived and was able to, uh, when he was out, got out of uh, prison. So... Yeah, he became the president. Yeah. Yeah. In out in the timeline that we are in now. But yeah. there are people in another in a different timeline that that actually have the, that he died. So hmm. and so those are things that so when you are um so how to Train your mind to become, I would say, more playful so that miracles can start to happen more easily in your life. So that is, so one of the things is, is to um, go see these more mind expanding movies or TV series, whatever it is that's, that is called, that that calls you to do. And um, however, don't look at it as entertainment. When you watch things, watch while you're being conscious. Mm. When you watch something while you're being conscious, then it's, it's not just entertainment anymore because mm, a lot of movies now, they have so much more layers to it. So when you watch things with um with whether it is movie or even some some other people's lives playing in front of you, playing out in front of you, you can actually see because when things happen for you, when when um, when you when something is happening in your reality, it's relevant for you. It means that there's something for you to see. So consciousness really makes the the whole difference. Two people can be watching the same Matrix movie, but one person 
how how that same movie affects each one of them is anybody's guess. Some people may all of a sudden remember, oh, okay, this is a simulation, and I'm here to do something. So they 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 may start to remember that, and then other people may think that oh, okay, that's a very cool move. And they may start to you know buy the the shades and dress differently. So the consciousness that is able to pick up, and um, that's the more you allow these things to happen. So, so I also want to mention, you know, um, you never know what is going to come. It can become helpful. For example, I have this shoulder pain, for example. And I um, recently watched a, um, I'm watching a series called The Flash. I think, I think it was, it's, it was on for quite a while. And um, there's this one character in the, the movie where this person is elastic. So his hands can be, you know, stretched out to a mile long and all that. And so that actually become, I actually used that in my own healing when I was trying to, to heal because my, my shoulder is one of the, the problem is it has a frozen shoulder um, pattern to it. So when I think of, oh, okay, I want my shoulder, but I want the shoulder to be like that man, able to be more elastic. And I um, just, just instantly felt a difference in how I feel my shoulder. <laughs> so you can actually use something like that in healing yourself. Don't just so that's that's what can happen when you allow these different images to um like to look at them from a different consciousness is you can actually use them to your advantage like in this movie they show an eagle picking up a small dog and flying and then this this stray dog was thinking it's not a stray. He grabs onto that other dog's leg, and the eagle is still flying, and they're afraid that they're going to die. And uh, so this guy is a little smarter. He's smarter than everybody, so he always has the good ideas. So he he starts swinging. <laughs> he starts swaying, you know, so the eagle will get off balance. Like, and when it hits a really tall tree. It finally lets go both of them, but they have to crash down through the tree. Mm -hmm. So we, we were wondering how they made that scene. Like, could that been just by CGI or? Oh, it's not a cartoon. It's actually. Um... No, no, it's a movie, really. Yeah, movie? yeah with okay. real dogs, but they're like talking. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All different dogs, yeah. In different kinds. Interesting. Mm -hmm. 
they even find a little scout girl who got separated from her camp and and um and some... they put so much stuff in the movie like you know that's what i think of right they they put so much drama in it that you have to process it like and there's no time because you're jumping and you're watching it's just jumping from scene to scene mm -hmm. that's what i always look at in movies like with the depth of it what is the power behind it reasoning behind it. like i watched this uh, british series midsummer murders and they have like 22 seasons of six episodes and every plot is so different I mean, how many ways can you kill people? <laughs> it is just amazing to me. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. So, and and it's like, not just if, yeah, yeah. Uh, what I'm saying is like, how does anybody's mind make up these things? Like. <laughs> How do they not make up these things? That's more a question. It's imagination. We we each like if you look at some of the um what interviews of creative people, their mind you you only have to give them you know a thread and they will be able to spin a whole garment out of it so yeah. it's, it's imagination and that is that is uniquely human and um and that's really what it is that we we need to bring back now is our own imagination because we've been, our training have been to, okay, you do things that are practical. Mm. You don't imagine things. You <laughs> you make sure you are right. You don't, um, you don't allow yourself to make mistakes. It's actually, if you look at how, like video games, play video games. I remember mm -hmm. when I... When when I um when my kids were much younger, and um they played video games, and I tried to you know play some of the video games that they have, I can't do it because <laughs> me it's like I need a menu to tell me I need to press this button, you know, press that button. But no, they don't. They there's no menu. They just try things. They just they fail. They yeah. try things, and that's how they actually. That's part of their um how they enjoy the game is is trying new things they don't know how it is and that's part of how we can become how we can get our mind to be more um i would say a, a better ground for miracles to happen is we allow ourselves to make mistakes and don't give ourselves this talk that okay if you make mistakes then you are a bad person 
or you are not good enough because you make mistakes. You know, making mistakes, that's how you learn, is to make mistakes. So give ourselves permission to make mistakes. And when you see something cool, like like when you when you're watching these more creative um movies or um or sitcom or TV series, those creative things, allow yourself to watch it with consciousness. And you never know when it's going to come and become useful. Because I I watched that man, that rubber man, and it became useful in a healing. And also when you feel stuck, um, the flash actually has a way to be able to, able to get out of any kind of trap is his super speed. So that is useful. So when you feel yourself getting stuck, being in a rut, being in a rut, then think of yourself as this using that um, as a, a way to shift yourself out of a rut. So these are things that are useful. That's how you, when you don't just watch um, soap opera, but you actually watch movies, um, these shows that have more creativity in it. You actually expand your own mind to be more creative. So sorry, explain Flash, what's that? The Flash? Oh, there's a TV series called The Flash. Um, and and it's, it's about this. There's also a movie called The Flash as well. Because um, this is, um, and there's a TV series. So, so you can see either one of them. It's a Marvel character, isn't it? Marvel character, yeah. It's about... Um, this there was this blast. This evil scientist decided to create a blast, or, or um, I'm not too sure whether he actually decided to create this blast, or it was a um, kind of a um, a an accident. I'm not too sure yet. I, yeah. I get the uh, um so <clears throat> and this blast actually created a I I forgot the you know technical terms for it, but it actually changes um some people's molecular structure so that one person um became the flash, which is this person had super speed he, he can run you know 10 miles in a second okay. something like that okay so um yeah you you can also go to youtube and search for that so okay thank you yeah so 
look for something like that. Okay, and the other thing is there are books that you can read. Um, one of the, if you're the reading type, <laughs> there's a, a guy called um, Ingo Swan. I don't, I don't know whether you've heard of him, but he's the, um, the guy who um, created the remote viewing, uh, viewing program for U.S. government. And Ingo Swan, and he, okay, what's the book, the name of the book is called, um, okay, I'm trying to find it, Ingo Swan, um, he's a very interesting person indeed, he, um, he can create and he, he can access altered state and be able to get information that um, no one else get which is pretty because of power one the individual empowerment versus the societal panorama of power and empowerment uh no not not that one um i'm trying to find the one okay ingo swan oh yes reality boxes and other black holes in human consciousness that's um it's actually available on indigo okay um, online though you can't you can't I don't think it's in store right? it's online reality boxes and other black holes in human consciousness by Ingo Swan so I-N-G-O Ingo Swan is S-W-A-N-N two N's and another author that is um interesting <laughs> is uh, Jet McKenna so Jet J-E-D McKenna is M-C-K-E-N-N-A so he I'm a little bit more um, apprehensive about recommending Jet McKenna because Jet McKenna's writing style can be confusing but he actually wrote a trilogy that is called the Spiritual Enlightenment Trilogy. So there are three books and um, you can, the, the, the one that is probably easiest to read is actually called Spiritual Warfare. So um, Jet, that is Jet McKenna. So yeah. There are these creative writers. Um, oh, uh, Philip K. Dick is pretty good as well. So he's uh, Philip K. Dick. It's the one who wrote a, what was that? Um, Philip K. Dick is a really well-known, well-respected sci-fi writer. And so these are a couple of things. I am sure there are many others as well who, um, and many other books who can shift your mind. Uh, the one that I, I am reading is called The Twin Soul Connection. It's, it's by 
what's his what's her last name susan i forgot her last name anyways so um susan uh susie no not, not susan susie something i forgot the last name but um i i can send you guys when i send you the replay so he is he is sorry not not he she is uh, he, she is from new zealand i think i forgot either new zealand or australian and she um have been on um gray's ship like she remembers she has been on grace the grace ship and um you know the the good grace uh, well i think it's the good grace anyways so the grace uh took her up on their ship to train her how to use her mind so and and it was very interesting how they they train her to use her mind um things like you don't really have to read a book you can actually just um allow the book to like information from from any book to come to you without reading it so that's a very good skill to have <laughs> you don't actually even have to read books you can just download the the information from the book that you need so so awesome i could use that <laughs> yeah and and there are actually many other and I, th I think some of the other thing is let's say they one of the other things that they do with her to train her is that you know from a list of i don't know a thousand like really big lists so instead of just looking at <clears throat> things one at a time which is very um very human like as is she just used her mind to scan through the whole thing and just pick up what it is that she needs to like what it is that needs her her attention and just pick up that mm -hmm. so that's a very good trick to have yeah and i i and and i think we call that um muscle testing but there's a way that you can do that without actually doing a muscle test is you can actually use that do that with your own consciousness so you have something that you want to information that you want let's say you want i want information about you know, how to um astral projection let's say and then so if you have a uh, like a library of you know, 10,000 books you just scan through that and the the information that catches your eye that's the one that's the book that you would look at so you can do that with your conscious mind and and you can do that with uh, muscle testing as well which um <clears throat> can be done but with consciousness you can do that so that is really expanding our mind into and the the reason why i like that book is it, it, it expand our mind into so much more than just what we have been trained to do in school is to read books memorize things that is irrelevant and that was that is kind of a, the the bulk of our education so 
<clears throat> and you need a whole big dose of uh, trust. <laughs> trust your body, as you talked about earlier, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, when you... Our body actually is very powerful. It is just that we um, have distracted our body so much. Like there's so much noise, so much dissonance around us. And when we, you know, let go of those things, that's why I, I, I do presence meditation because I am training you guys to come back to yourself. Yeah. To actually get to know what presence feels like so that you guys um, at some point would be able to just switch into that mode and be able to let go of all the other uh, distractions in a moment's notice. Presence is very powerful. When you are present, you actually notice so much more things than when you are um, totally distracted, which we have been trained to be totally distracted. Because yeah. when distracted we and we don't notice what's in front of us and that actually disempowers us so anyways um these are some of the ways that we can start to train ourselves to be more open to miracles okay so let me check today um yeah um presence is actually very important because when you are present you actually notice patterns you notice your own patterns you notice other people's patterns when you when you are more present okay so any other questions comments not really okay so um i just have okay in that case i actually have the uh for meditation i actually want to do a group healing so <laughs> using what I've learned to the best of my ability. So, <laughs> okay. Okay, so let's do this meditation. This would be a group healing meditation. So let's just take in a deep breath. Breathe in through your nose as much as you can. And then breathe out. Breathe in again through your nose. And then breathe out through your nose as much as possible. Breathe in again. And breathe out. Continue to breathe in and out. 
according to your own rhythm with the intention of elongating your breath as much as it is still comfortable for yourself. So breathe in and out. And each time you breathe in, breathe in pure love from the creator source. Just breathe it into your body as much as you can. And as you breathe out, relax your body. Let your body know that you love your body. Beautiful body, I love you. So very much. I love you enough to be present with you in this moment. And just continue to feel pure love coming in to your body. And as you start to relax in your body, shift your focus into your heart. Just imagine that you're taking an energetic elevator from your head all the way into your heart. And imagine yourself walking into your heart. You walk into your heart, just feel your pure love from the creator source. Connecting with your heart and working on your heart. to allow you to expand your heart and make room for miracles to happen. Whatever it is that you are ready to allow in, 
Let this pure love from the creator source bring you exactly the miracle that you need in this moment. Imagine that in your heart space, there is this bright light. Within this bright white light, Invite Archangels, invite all of the Archangels from the Creator Source whomever it is that is willing and ready to be here for you to please join in in this white light to assist you, to assist everyone in this group healing. In every advanced culture, there is this idea of a healing chamber. The Pleiadians this and they call it the Pleiadian regeneration matrix the Atlantean also has a regeneration grid matrix and so many other advanced civilizations they have this idea of a regeneration matrix. So now let's invite all the archangels to create a regeneration matrix for this group. And all the archangels would be able to draw from the most advanced civilizations.
that they have come across to create this regeneration matrix specifically for this group, the group of people that is present now in all of the eternal now, whenever they listen to this meditation, will be able to access this regeneration matrix. And within this regeneration matrix, is the consciousness that is able to uniquely work with each and every one within the group. To give each one what their body needs in this moment. Whether it is physical regeneration or re emotional regeneration or consciousness upgrade. Whichever it is. that each person needs in this moment. Just imagine yourself already in this regeneration matrix. Feel your body responding. And allow your body to relax. your body is able to relax. Let 
the regeneration begin.
I am grateful for all the archangels. For their assistance in creating this regeneration matrix. For this group. Thank you for all of your assistance. And thank you for all who allowed and co-created in this moment. Take a deep breath in and imagine yourself beginning to wake up. From within this regeneration matrix, And take another deep breath in. Feeling more refreshed. And connected. With this body. Take one more deep breath in. And let it all go. Feel of the pure love within your heart. And when you're ready, to come back into the room and get out of the regeneration matrix. Open your eyes when you are ready. Welcome back. <laughs>